This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning, Ryan Seacrest with you. We've got uh, sunshine and a little cooler this morning. Disneyland tickets for you every hour starting at 6.35. I still always want to talk. When I see Mickey, Minnie, or any of the characters, I still always talk to them, and they don't talk back. And I, there's always that awkward like moment. They don't, but they talk with their hands, and they're really, they have a lot of expression that way. So I feel like it yeah. works. And they, and they make you feel good about you, right? Like, I've seen Mickey and Minnie recently. And they just make you feel good about you. They're very excited to see you. Definitely. Right? Anyway, tickets to Disneyland coming up. Also, a second date update. He moved to L.A. He's new to L.A. Goes out with a high school friend of his. They apparently have a good date, but she's blowing him off. So I, it, we're always curious about what makes people blow people off. Happens all the time. Happens to us. But what is the reason? So many different reasons. Some are big. Some are small. We'll get into that. And, of course, we're paying your bills. Now, Tanya and Sissini, mm-hmm. you're both in the studio together. Back, baby. Burbank Studio, yeah. slowly putting together the post-COVID-19-ish of us. And it's very strange because I'm watching the two of you look to each other. Like, you're just looking to each other in the same well, room. I haven't seen you in the same room in two years. Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's so weird. I was actually just noticing that I, because I've been in my home, I don't have... I'm. I have nothing around me, and I now have like Mark laughing, oh, yeah, that and then I have people a, walking in here, and I'm like feeling very weirdly distracted. That took a you while to get used to on Monday when I was last week because Mark was doing stuff to like the phone screeners, and he's like waving his hands like this. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. John's doing like thumbs up over there, and I'm just like very. This is the problem with society. <laughs> We're seeing people in real life again and back in our workplaces, yeah. and we don't know how to respond or react. It's no. shocking. It's becoming a real issue. Do you know that couples who were in lockdown together, Tubbs, I don't know, you were with your girlfriend, couples who had queen-size beds or smaller are investing in throwing them away and getting king-size beds because they're so sick and tired of being so close to their spouse. Well, you should do that regardless. They don't want to be close to their spouse in the bed. They want space. Oh, space is great in the bed. Not me. Yeah, you need it. I could never be in the bed at the same time as you, Tanya. No, honestly, my boyfriend has to literally like say, okay, we're going to sleep. Like peel you yeah, go over there. Over. Yeah, <laughs> go on your side. See, I can't sleep with anyone. Ne- I can't feel their body heat in sleep or I can't hear them breathing in sleep or I can't have them touching me in sleep. I can't either. When Michael's leg touches me, I'm like, oh, it's screwed oh, over. Oh, my God. I love touching. I, I just try and get my, my toe to touch him so I have some oh part of me touching gosh. him. Oh, E.T. your toe? Oh, yeah, no. I do. No. I just don't. And he, I'm guessing, I know his, uh, not that age matters, but I think I feel like he and I can relate on several <laughs> things. This would be one of them. Yeah. He likes I don't his think, space. He likes his space. Mm-hmm. I think guys of a certain age need their space to sleep. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't mind a toe, just like a little toe touch. So I don't like gross. any body heat. None. Even. There's no body heat from my toe. Uh, no, but your body that close, I would. If anything, feel it's it. body coldness. And you, what if you breathe? Do you breathe loudly? 
No. Oh. Well, take it personal. I'm just asking a question. <laughs> like the things you bring up, and that's a personal question? <laughs> Do you breathe loudly, Sissy, when you sleep next to Michael? No, he's the snorer. He snores. He breathes loudly. I have to like shake him to have him stop snoring so then I can fall asleep within those like two minutes. I have to be so grateful that Georgia is a silent sleeper. Aww. If Georgia were a French bulldog or a bulldog or a, or a pug, snorer, yeah. or a pug, I would never sleep. Is Georgia the only one sharing your bed right now? Right now I'm not in it, so I don't know. Oh, I'm not in it right trickster. now. Trickster. Yeah. Mark liked that one, didn't he? <laughs> I, can, I can hear him it's chuckling from way across the room. Now you can hear the laughing through the mics. Uh, it's strange to have people in the studio. It's mm-hmm. very weird. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's get to Pam here in Riverside. Pam, good morning. How are you? Hi, I'm fine, thank you. How are you guys? We're super good, Pam. Thank you for listening to us. How can we help you? I need advice. I had oh. this guy what's, what's ask the category? me at work. Huh? Uh, it's, it's, ca- it's love. Love. Love, <laughs> love or well, like. Okay. Well, there's a lot of like and love mm-hmm. people here. <laughs> How can we help? Well, um, he asked me out at work, and he's been very flirtatious, but I'm way older than him, and I don't know if he knows that. I mean, we're all in masks, and you can see me from the eyes. You know, my eyes only. So I don't think he knows that I'm way older than he is. Well, what's way? Way older. Oh, God. We're putting a number. Are we doing a number? Uh, you don't have to tell us well, your age. What's the delta? What's the delta? What's the delta? The delta. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. I think I have a daughter his age. Oh. I mean. Yeah. You have a daughter. get it. Okay. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Okay, okay. Well, if we're going to go in that route. How do I tell him I'm way older than him? He is. Well, you don't How think do he I... knows? I don't think you do. I feel like he doesn't know. But what does it matter? Yeah. Right? It doesn't really matter. I have like I don't judge. Go I, I don't out, judge. See if you vibe. Depth. See if there's a connection, and then you go you, the age conversation later. <laughs> then the age but conversation later. My he asked guess me to dinner, he... and I said yes. But my guess he has an idea yeah i think you think can... he has an idea maybe that's i do thing. think so i i just don't know my i'm just my i'm in a ball of nerves but do reason. you want to go out with him i do i really do he's really nice and his vibe is really cool i consider yourself fantastically like flattered yeah. by it all, right like <laughs> go for it his vibe is go cool he's he's younger you're into it like where's the Let's not create problems that don't exist here, Pam. True that. <laughs> no, maybe she's just trying to spare the the heartache in the long run because what if somebody wants something serious and then they want Do you want something serious, Pam, from him? Um I just want to have some fun. Thank you. But so, what if he wants something serious? That's what I'm getting from him because he's like hardcore into me. Like See? the hardcore. Oh, like Bring it in. Yeah, Get out there with him. Have some fun, Pam. It. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah, okay. we, we we talk about so many real like complexities in relationships on this show. To me, age is not one of them, to be honest with it's, you. And I am speaking truth. From experience. Truth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I am on with you, Pam. This is fine. Go for it. Enjoy yourself. And please don't forget we're here every day and need plenty of follow-up. Yes. We want follow-up, okay? okay? All right. Okay. Good luck. Thank All you right. so much, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. I think you cannot create. We are in a time. We're in the search for a connection. Do not create complexities. There are enough that could come about or exist yeah. that could manifest. Don't create them before they exist. This is not what we need to be doing. It's a waste of energy. Tanya, what's wrong with what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong. I think she's just trying to prevent heartache in the long run. It's like why open a why peel the band-aid if you could just leave the band-aid on and, and spare the so. hair. I think she needs to just stop. Say yes and yeah. enjoy it and see what happens. I think so, too. Let's not create layers of complications before they come to fruition. Mm. I have your positive quote of the day and your morning hack. So check this out. You, we, mm. We're on password overload. And also, some, for some reason, I keep having to authenticate my streamers. Oh, my. I'm yeah. I they text you the code. You do yeah, this. Yeah, but they uh, don't text me the code. They email me the code, and I don't even have that email on me anymore. <laughs> no, well, and I, you have to like download different apps, and then you have to like do some sort of different. Login. It, you know, it actually keeps me from going in. I just uh, change the channel. Yeah. Oh, funny. Go to what's that thing called? Cable. <laughs> um. So when data breaches happen, passwords get posted on the dark web. They are the most common passwords found. These right here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Don't do one, two, three, four, five, six. Mm, I know somebody who does that. That's so obvious. Yeah, it's not good. Another one, QWERTY. Huh? Q-W-E-R-T-Y. Yeah, it's the last row. It used to be the home row, you know. Oh, it's the top left of your screen. Yeah, Mark, didn't it used to be the home row? Did they move around? It's basically one, two, three, four, five, six, just below it. Yeah. And the other one is password. I mean, come on. Don't use password. So, guys, people do it. They think, oh, you know what? It's so cliche. No one's going to know. Well, the dark web knows. Mm. Today's quote, you're not selfish for wanting the same energy and love that you give. That is not selfish. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, Sisney, we're getting to seven. We're getting to a second date update. We're about to pay some more bills. First, Hit us with the headlines. Well, the Los Angeles Unified School District will drop its outdoor mask mandate today. The change set for all students and staff means masks will not be required at recess, eating periods, and during athletics, as long as they are outdoors. The indoor mask mandate remains in place for all students and staff, though. California's already record high gas prices are expected to get even more expensive in the coming months, according to experts, and it's all being fueled by the crisis between Russia and Ukraine. California began setting gas prices price records at the end of 2021, if you remember, and it hasn't stopped since hitting a new record of $4.71 a gallon just last week. Now, experts are predicting that the average price of gas will soon be right at $5 a gallon. And the historic Sears building in Boyle Heights could become a life rebuilding center for people without homes. The historic building dates back to 1920s and became a fixture on Olympic Boulevard for the community. The goal is to house 5,500 people, bring in nonprofits, and include services like a medical clinic, mental health support, and job training. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. 
American Idol coming back Sunday, 8, 7 Central, ABC. It's the 20th season. And in studio, Luke, Brian, and Lionel Rich and Katie may be joining at any point via Skype. But, gentlemen, it's great to see you. Lionel was just giving me, Sissini, mm-hmm. uh, parenting advice. Is that what yeah, you mean? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the warning of. I just gave him a warning. <laughs> the warning of parenting. He was so on the. So proud of the fact that I'm on time. Did you, did you see how I just segued from one to the other? Bam, bam. And I said, in that case, you won't have. Don't have kids yet because kids don't work like that. I, walk, I just, the timing. Well, when you're walking out the door and they barf on your, you know, <laughs> your, so barf on your suit, and then you got to change yeah. your suit, right. then you're all, you know. Right. Suit I mean, it is the one thing. There's Katie. Hi, Katie. It is. Uh, okay. It's Are we one talking thing. about kids and barfing. And- oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have any yeah, have, any guidance or experience? I have an 18 month old barf machine. <laughs> Yeah, they they just spit up on you. What they don't tell you is that you should also bring a change of your own clothes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so you should write a handbook on things they don't tell you, right? Then you have all these things laid out. <laughs> I I got um, you know I so the I don't have they all have kids they all have families right so and I do not so I just try and talk about my niece whenever but they talk I've about their kids. You've been a lot more inquisitive. Oh. Yeah, it's because yeah. of the niece. He has been asking that well, question. I've seen, Katie. I've seen a change in you, right? I think like it's a, it's an, it's an obvious, wonderful thing. I've, it's, it's cool to see. It's the, ne- I, it's the next level of life. Yeah, and and how would you describe that next level of life for you? What have you seen and felt? Well, I mean, it's personal. It's different and personal for everyone. But I think that it was. Um, something I didn't know that I was severely lacking and that I, you know, <laughs> when, when she true. was born, I was like, oh, this is exactly this is what I, mm-hmm. this is what I was looking yeah. for this whole time. Mm-hmm. And now, mm-hmm. and now, and now everything is just like icing on the cake. So maybe I feel that way, Sissini. It's yeah. the marriage thing that we have to talk about for longer. <laughs> right, right. Well, go in okay, what, yeah. whatever pace it. is good for you, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, you understand, yeah. right? Yeah. It's it, like you, you mean to be, you, you mean you've had some some people tell you to not get married? <laughs> Just myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, right. your, and your and your tax lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so now everybody here, Katie, Luke, and Lionel, they have shows running in Vegas, either simultaneously or at almost the same times. Right. Has anybody seen anyone else's show oh, in Vegas? Good yet? question. Not, not yet. yet. Well, not well, yet. Not yet not but yet. but yet. I'm. Uh, Katie doesn't know this, but we're. I have a day where I'm going to be able to catch hers. And so you'll be off one night, and oh. she'll be on. And uh, yeah, I'm, just as long as she doesn't try to make me the poop in the toilet. <laughs> well, you already oh. are. I don't uh, know. Oh, I knew that was coming. I saw the. So I, I there, saw it. There's things where I'm going to be able to make it to hers, which I may have just spoiled the surprise, but she won't know which one anyway. But uh, and then I when mean, do you start? Lionel, I, go, start I, I know when you start. I go back in April, right? I you think go April Ma- 9th? March, March, March. What is it? <laughs> end of I March, mean, no disrespect. Yeah. No disrespect. But don't we see enough of each other already? Yeah, no, no, no. no. There's something about seeing you guys. And I must say this from my standpoint. I laugh my behind off on the, st- on the set of American Idol. But to see them on stage doing what they really do. It's, it's incredible, it's right? Not well, only incredible, but hilarious. I, I mean, I need I need y'all to see my show just for validation, so I can get right. finally, sure you know, I can something else. Finally, I can impress. <laughs> There's credibility y'all. where this is coming from. Uh, yeah, yeah. How no. I landed this. But you were saying, <laughs> Katie, I don't know if he told you. He was telling us uh, last night when we were talking. Luke was saying that his 
favorite part and the fans' favorite part of his show now is when he just gets on the piano, does a solo, and starts to play songs he's never played before and fumbles through and them. works yeah. it out on stage. Well, the thing about it is, let's just say that my piano playing is already quite limited. <laughs> so when I start playing songs, when you have a limited piano player playing songs that he's never, it becomes kind of a comedic part of my show too. But uh, endearing, y- yes, yeah. endearing. I have to you have to win their their hearts with with sympathy. Lionel, you you've been doing this for for a long about, time about with a lot years. of hits, yeah. right? Yeah. And you still have more energy than all of us combined. Yeah. But when you look at what stage Katie and Luke are in in their careers, what do you think about? I I, I look and I, here's what I wish for them. Honestly, I wish for them to have more stories. Because that's what happens with me. I have more stories oh my to gosh. tell than ever. Last night, Frank Sinatra and Kenny Rogers. Oh, right? I, I, yeah. I mean, but honestly, I wish them. Lionel Richie, the internet exists. The internet didn't exist in the 70s. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> the fact But well, we had to be everywhere in the 70s and 80s? I mean, you have to understand this. But I wish for them stories. I All I can say to them, more, more, more of what they do. Because the crowd is going to, you're building now a fan base. Do you have even a better chance because of the internet? You can bring him in forever. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's what we were kind of talking about on Ryan and Kelly earlier. That we because of TV and live. It's Kelly and Ryan. Yeah, Kelly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Ripley. Sorry anyway. to him. Sorry get thrown out of the building. But um, <laughs> but uh, that's the thing. I mean, so many kids just want to roll the dice on Idol just for the opportunity to get exposure. And what right. what Lionel was just saying is when Lionel came up, I mean, the only way to get exposure was to get in the car and drive to the next city. I mean, we did, when we said a U.S. tour, that's all year. And right. then you say a European tour, that's another year. Yeah. And then you say, okay, we're going to bring in Asia. That's another tour. So when you say, I've left home in June and I got back home next June to go again to start. I mean, it's you had to drive there. You mm-hmm. had to be there. And now it's everything is now, dut, 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 I'm mm-hmm. on. And here's your fan base. Mm-hmm. And you can talk to your fan base every day. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> Lionel, Katie, Luke with us now. American Idol, the new season, number 20, fifth season with these judges, starts on Sunday and ABC. Katie, have you been left speechless? I think I know the answer to this, but have you been <laughs> left speechless in some of these auditions when you see the contestants this year? Yeah, for both good and bad reasons. Yeah. <laughs> well I mean, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know when they're going to show it, but there is still one moment that I'm still speechless about because Lionel and Luke, they teamed up against me. Oh my and... gosh. She's still talking about that. Can you believe oh, well, that? Well, you know what? You know, who's the ultimate judge? God, but you know, who's oh, the she judge? Comes in and brings God into the picture. <laughs> oh, no, no escaping that judge. one. Oh. You know who's the second judge of the American Idol viewer. So uh-huh. we're going to see what the internet has to say. What's the, uh, and- hell hath no fury. Like, she won't let us she won't let us out of this I know. I just, you know we try to be graceful about it <laughs> well you know i just like it was a big disagreement we caught it all on camera i think there was maybe some form of assault from me to lionel and oh, lionel oh me oh my god an assault oh, uh, no, you, you can't be worse now heavy words it was like, heavy a, Kim, words. It was like, a, it was like a kardashian cat fight <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, over I just, a contestant you know, and, and you freak out 
I will say that uh, if you tune in, you see three artists that have so much respect for each other. Nobody has any sort of agenda with the other or the contestants no, or the no. show other than trying to find great talent and encouraging mm-hmm. the talent and then having something credible come out of it. I well, mean, I think well I, I must I must give you a com, uh, com, uh, compliment to this because we decided early it's not about us. Mm. We are here to actually find some real talent to give someone an opportunity to have a career. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of got past ourselves at the first meeting. Yeah. And then from then on, look at the track record. I yeah. mean, we have real artists showing up every year and going right into the business. That's everything. Well, and what's unique with us is we truly love our careers, too. I mean, you got three judges. We really enjoy what we do from being on idol and obviously being on stage and so we want these kids to have a bite of the apple that we've had so we want to try to prepare these kids to enter into this business with good memories Mm. and good vibes and good experiences so um because you you have to attack this business that way to have fun with it or it'll chew you up well the, the main thing we try to do is to tell them this is not as much as we're having fun. This is the last time you'll actually have this much fun because <laughs> there's a there's a work there's a work ethic that's coming up in a minute. Mm-hmm. That's gonna, I mean, the business itself is not designed for you to survive in the first place. Yeah. So right. you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So to, you are going to be faced with every imaginable disaster, and can you pull your career with out a of smile that? on your face? Wow. Well, it's it's funny you get me and Lionel and Katie. I mean, we came into New York from out west, and we're like. We're all, you know, we're chugging coffee, and then the lights come on, and we're like, "Hey, it's in your blood, showbiz, right? That's showbiz, and that's right. You know, you're working tired, and these kids don't understand that. They don't understand they're going to be exhausted Mm. for the rest of their lives. And that's 15 years later for Mm. for Luke and I, and you know, that's 200 years later for my Lionel. Just in closing, do you think there's ever a day where you'd want to say, you know what? I, I, I did it all. I want to sit back and enjoy what I've done. No. I can answer that for you really fast. You, I tell the kids, number one, you got to get in this business because you like it. Okay, now I'm telling you, this started out as a hobby. Mm-hmm. It still is a hobby. For you, yeah. So today, yeah. the day it becomes a job, a real job, then it's time to go. But right now, I'm having so much fun because I've never experienced the fifth year with these maniacs over here. <laughs> and I've never experienced, you know, this time in my life with everything coming towards me and changing. In other words, this is not like it was in the 70s. It's not like it was in the 80s. And do you find new generations Perhaps. are introduced to your music? And also new generations and new inspiration. Yeah. Because they come along and you realize it's only 12 notes. Ryan, it's only 12 notes. What do you do with them? And so it's how you mix those 12 notes and bring in a new artist. How do you become a new artist when everything's been done? And, and also, do Lionel, you get to walk the streets as a living legend. Like, <laughs> oh, it's so sweet. Thanks. Well, <laughs> it, it's well, true, though. Like, well, the longer all, all you I, live, the I, more I, but, I must, you get to be an icon. Katie, I must tell you, though, this show has given me one title that I wasn't expecting. You know, we used, yo, Lionel, what's up, Lionel? Or Mr. Richie, what's up? Some night they walk up to me and say, hi, Papa Lionel. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Really, is it Papa Lionel? Terms of endearment. <laughs> oh, uh, Idol Sunday, ABC, Katie, Luke, Lionel, thank you guys very much. We'll, we'll see you soon, you all right? Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, love guys. You, love you. Hey, and thank you for 20 years. There you too. go. Yeah, Ryan. man, I love it, too. Great I love job, it too. Ryan. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. 
If you've never listened before, you may not know that we give out unexpert advice on topics that we have no real, true, um, valid reason sure. to give dispense advice within the category, right? Mm-hmm. For example, I give out relationship advice. Mm-hmm. Now, that is the pot calling the kettle black. But anyway, we do it, try and help out. This is one of those situations where we are going to do it uh, and try and get to the bottom of the situation. Martin in Atwater Village is on the line. Martin just moved to L.A. Where'd you move from, Martin? Um, I came from the Phoenix area. Right on. Welcome to L.A. What do you think? Uh, you know, I'm liking it. Um of course, everybody talks about the L.A. weather and, you know, there's just so much to do out here. It's really cool. Yeah, good. Well, welcome to Southern California. So you connected with the girl that you went to high school with. You ended up going on a date and had a really good time. Now she's blowing you off. So wait, she moved to L.A. too? You guys grew up together, but she's also in L.A.? Yeah, so apparently we went to high school together. Um, I didn't really know her that well in high school, but uh, we had a mutual friend that connected us. So we went out. And, you know, she showed me around the town. We went to Sunset and had a drink at Rock and Riley's. And, you know, it was just a super fun, flirty kind of date. I, I, I don't know of a more exciting way to go on a first date than that. Both of you go to the same high school. You have that in common. You grew up in the same part of Arizona. Then you both somehow independently moved to L.A. There's so much opportunity to have great conversation, Martin, right? You, you, I I thought it was perfect. I mean, this that's exactly why I'm calling you. I thought it was great. I mean, we even kissed at the end of the date, and now she's blowing me off and is, like, super noncommittal, I guess. I really don't know what happened. So you kissed, you had good conversation, but now you're not hearing back, and you cannot figure it out. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it sounds like the perfect date, and it, it really was. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I mean, mm. look. If I end up having coffee with Sean McVay, I'm going to talk about the fact that we grew up in the same place, went to high school miles from each other. Mm-hmm. He went to the private school, went to the public school. <laughs> all of those all of those things are just great, perfect for me, door-opening conversations on a date that right. Martin was loaded with. So what happened? Why wouldn't she respond? Especially if somebody that like you have roots with, you why would you just blow them off? Seems not nice. Yeah, it was strange. Like I said, a mutual friend like hooked us up, like made the connection. So there's, it's it's kind of weird, right? All right. Well, I don't know. Let's see if we can figure this out. Hang on for one second. What's her name? Her name's Erica. We're going to see if we can find out. Here she is. Let's you ready guys. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Erica. Good morning. It's Ryan Seacrest. How are you? Hey, hi. Is this really Ryan Seacrest? Yes, ma'am. I got Sissini. I got Tanya. Thank you for listening to us. Or no, I guess thank you for Answering. Come on with us. Yeah. yeah. I guess we don't know oh, if you listen to us. Boy. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, what's going on? Well, we're calling about a guy named Martin. Does that ring a bell? Yes. You grew up yeah. in the same place as Martin. You guys went to high school together? Yeah. Yeah, we did. And then you moved to LA from Arizona? Yes. And then he moves to LA from Arizona. You didn't know it. You guys linked up and you went on a date, right? Yeah, all that's accurate, yeah. Mm. Okay, so how was the date? And then I'll get to why we're calling. We had a really good date. Good. What'd y'all do? Well, we uh, we went around. I wanted to show him around town and had a really nice time. It was It was a nice date. And when you say a nice time, that doesn't give me a lot of details. Very generic. So what was nice about the time? 
I mean, we enjoyed each other. I mean, it was a really good date. Um, you know, if we it was a, it was a really nice date. There's always that moment afterwards or at the end where you say, "Hey, um, I'll call you," or "Call me," or you kiss, or yeah, you hug, or was what? Spark? How did it all end? Yeah, no, we just haven't gone out again. Um, you know, we we kissed at the end of the night, but uh, we just haven't gone out again. Is he a good kisser? Martin? <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. All right. Yeah. So here's what we're getting at, Erica. You go out, you have a good time. He's a good kisser, apparently. And you have not made plans to go out again. Why is that? <sighs> All right. Uh, I, I, it's a little weird. I found out that he back in high school hooked up with my friend Julie and I've just been weird ever since I found that out. Julie and I are still friends and I'm just a little uncomfortable with that. Yeah. How might be a deal well, breaker? Oh, Sissy, you've not been dating in a long time. A little time, bit. Okay, That's it's a small okay. world. It's a small world. It's like double Hold on, that was Wait. That was like six years ago. Hey, Erica, that's Martin. He is on the line. <laughs> and that was my next question. Erica, he has been listening. Martin is on the line. How long ago was high school? When was this date, Martin? Six years? That was, that, <laughs> that was six years ago. But six years ago in high school, Erica, I don't think you should hold him accountable for that. I know. It's just weird now. And hi, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Erica. Yeah, this. well, this is weird, too. But the thing is, uh, yeah, we made out at a party at Brett parents, Brett's parents' house, you know, but come on then. Okay. A year later we hooked up, but we never really dated. Like I said, this was like six years ago. Uh, yeah. I I'm okay with all this. This is six years ago in high school. You're young, you're wild and you're free in the words of someone. Maybe, but then you just always have that in the back of your head that like, Oh, your friend has also been with him. Yeah, did, you got to get did, past that. I could never get past that. If I end up marrying the guy, if I end up, my husband could not be someone that my friends have been with. There's no Tanya, way. did not with, they didn't even really he date. He said they did. They made out and then they did hook up the next year. Well, you know what hook up means in high school. Okay, okay, yeah. okay but hold high on. School, so Erica, like, Erica did, did Julie say you shouldn't go out with me? No, she didn't say that. She was fine with it, actually. But isn't it just weird? Don't you think it's weird? Tanya, no. would you help on this? I don't think it's weird at all. I'm with Tanya. You don't think it's weird. If Robbie and I went to the same high school, you and I went to the same high school. But, yeah, like, uh... And I had hooked up with him. You don't think that's weird to then be with him now? Well, when you put it like that. Yeah, when you put it like that. I that's mean... what this is. It was her friend. No, I'm, come on. High school was a long time ago. I mean, we Doesn't should. matter. I think we should put Still it bugs. behind us. The bugs. I mean, personally, I'm all right with it for you guys. Oh, see, now the tables are turning. I'm all right with it for you guys. So, I don't... Look, Erica, if you really like Martin, do you want to go out again and just see how it feels? If it still feels weird, then stop. But it sounds like maybe you guys had a little something, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, okay. I mean... Let's, just, let's yeah. agree to go out one more time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I will, but I'm gonna tell Julie. I can't like. Be, of course, I don't you tell Julie. That's that's fine. That's fine. She she won't care. Great. Well, this is a problem solved for the moment. Hey, good luck. Thanks, Erica. Thanks, Martin. Good luck. Thank you both. All right. Bye. <laughs>
I mean, when you put it in like high school and six years terms, when you put it in Robbie and you terms, yeah, Sissini, that throws me like a little that. bit. I, I was weird. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, let's get to last night. Tinder. I thought, what a great experiment, because for some reason we were talking about Tinder. Right, we're talking about the blind date feature that's now available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know anybody here that's actually on it, so we decided to create an account for Erica, our producer. Uh But she is on it, though, aren't you? Well, I wasn't on Tinder before, no. I was on the other ones. So now I'm on it, too. What? Walk me through what you did and what you saw and what happened. Okay. And did you do the blind dating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sisney helped me like pick my photos. It was like a whole ordeal. That was so much fun. She was having a blast. I was. This is just another day of trying to use dating apps and it kind of gets miserable. But then we did we did try the blind date section. So you go to the explore page between six and midnight. I think we did this finally at like 8 p.m. And you click the blind date thing and then it like pops up and it gives you questions to answer. And so I think my first one was like, I couldn't date someone who, and I selected, doesn't have a sense of humor. Oh, good one. From were there, you selected? They give you multiple choices? It gives you choice? four options. I don't remember what the um, other options were. Yeah. Um, but that was mine. So then from there, it suddenly was like, you have a blind date starting with, I don't remember his name, um, in four seconds. And so you can like enter the chat. Oh gosh, it's like the way it's Netflix quick. episodes start. It's like, and we, and we put her phone, we mirrored her phone to, to the TV. So it was like we were to watching the situation a game. Room? Yeah, we were like watching a game show. We yeah. have audio. You need to listen to it. Oh, we do? Oh, I want that. We yeah. both so trained. What's the guy's name? His name is Michael Erica, because I can tell it says here on my file. Oh, no, that's my Michael. So it's Michael <laughs> oh. Erica. That's what it's oh, named. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, <laughs> we need a little context for these files. <laughs> So Michael, Erica, and Sissini, but Erica's speed dating on the new Tinder feature. Okay. I'm both so trying to toothbrush. I meant to say. Oh, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, Hello. Hello, it's oh, let's, let's, let's get a drink. Well, your husband's very excited, Sissini. I need him to lay off. So excited, Michael and I <laughs> oh never experienced gosh. the dating app world. So to us, this was literally like I mean, watching I've the never best heard TV. Michael was like that excited last time he had a baby. You know, it's like. <laughs> That was the enthusiasm of baby Savea day. Well, and the thing about these blind dates is that you have to, once you are like in the chat, you have 45 seconds for one of you to say something. Mm-hmm. And if no one says anything, then it ends. And so hmm. that, that's what we were getting so excited about. It's like the timer was counting down and I wasn't sure if I should say something or if he was going to say something. So it really is a potential format for a game show. And you see them typing. So you don't, I'm like, if he's typing, I was like, don't ask a question yet. Cause like, wait to see what he says. Oh, like our phones. Mm. Yes. But then oh. if the time runs out, cause then there were times when it would get down to like 10 seconds and I would just like send something randomly. And so one time I called myself a tequila girl instead of a tequila girl. And, uh, it just, <laughs> we were like, Oh, typo. I know I, I looked, you know, like, wait, so did he not respond to that? No. And then he did. It, it was fine. But it just was embarrassing. But it was because I was so, it was so much pressure from those forty five seconds to answer. Okay, let me let me finish the audio. Here. Okay, you can see where things go. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna ask what's his favorite drink. What's your favorite drink? Yeah, your your thing was like that too. Remember, you're like I love happy hour. Yeah, this is fascinating. I mean, that's a lot of audio of Sisney and Michael. I don't know what Erica's role is in all <laughs> this. Erica's busy typing. <laughs> huh. But. It was really fun. I will say um, we went through a couple different blind dates. I did. So at the end, when the timer runs out or you're just kind of like, let's move on to matching, it then gives you the option to either like, super like, or nope the person, which means I don't want to connect with them at all. We noped quite a few because they were weird. Uh And then we did like two. um, And unfortunately, not a love connection. 
yet. Mm. No. I don't know. So. I was excited about it, but now I'm not as excited as I was after hearing the way it played out. Tanya? Yeah, I don't understand why they're like reinventing the wheel. The dating apps were working just great by letting people just like communicate like normal human beings. I, I think, think to change it up. I think because Tinder's known for not really being a dating app. Oh, the hookup app? You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that Tinder's trying to like rebrand in a sense to be like, let's actually get to know each other. Oh. Because it's not based on my guess. looks. One like, thing I did realize is that Erica, I, we saw how Erica interacts with these men. And so like her go-to ways to answer questions, she says, ha ha, almost like all the time. I'm a funny girl. I don't know. <laughs> like everything was like, okay, ha ha. I, yes, ha ha. Even like Michael had to point it out. He was like, why are you laughing at everything? I just think that when you're on these dating apps, it's kind of awkward. And that's, you never experienced this, Sissy. No, no, Sissy and Michael need a couples looking for couples app. I think they're very into all of this. <laughs> I, mean, I could die. They, me. That was couples enthusiasm like I have not heard before. We were supportive. Very All supportive. Right. Well, friends. Erica, good luck on the mission. Keep us posted. Thanks. So today is a palindrome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It a is. palindrome. Mm-hmm. Oops, you're the in-house engineer. These are <laughs> numbers that you could code with. What's a palindrome? Palindrome. Isn't that uh, a type of airplane? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds as if it could be something from SpaceX, but no. It is, well, Sisney... It's when all these numbers are the same forwards and backwards, right? Yes. So like today, 2, 22, 22. So for example, a lot of people, Tubbs, obviously you're not into this, but a lot of people are trying to get their married on today. Mm-hmm. They want to get their married it's on. It's such a cute day. I mean, to have that as your And also you'll wedding? never forget it. Uh, well, yeah, there's that. So there's that. A lot of people, from what I understand, Sissy, is this true? Hmm. Schedule their C-section today? Well, yeah, because you want a cool birthday for your baby. If you can choose oh. the date, I try to choose the date for Sevea, but I ended up having twenty nine hours of labor. So <laughs> I scheduled the, <laughs> yeah, I scheduled the day out. to be induced, but I didn't know it was going to take three uh, days. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> uh, so some banks say people are requesting two dollar bills today, oh, just so they can fun. use them. Oh, because they're supposed to be lucky, right? Yeah, what is the deal are. with two dollar bills? Are they really lucky? You're they're rare. To keep them they're their entire rare, lives. Rare things are lucky. Unicorny, mm-hmm. unicorny. Tubbs, you want to slap together a wedding by the end of the day for you for the date? Or are you good? Uh, I think I'm okay. That could All be right. cute, Tubbs. Tiny, is there an astrological significance to this day? I figured you would know. Uh, you bet there is an astrological significance, and I was trying all day to explain it to my boyfriend who could care less. But so try to explain it to us then. So we'll we care. care a little okay, more. Okay, so it's basically the two is a number of intuition and relationships. Ah. So the fact that there's six because it's two, 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 and it's on a Tuesday. Uh, yeah. So it's time to reflect on your cooperation and teamwork, and it's a really great day to like figure out how you guys communicate as a team and um, just fortify the love that you feel for your partner. So I suggest having a really romantic dinner, talking about how you guys are communicating, where your relationship is, and really focusing on your love. I can't believe your boyfriend didn't show a ton of interest. In yeah, that seems strange because he's so bizarre. sappy. First of all, when you suggest exactly what he should do, <laughs> I explained it for like a good fifteen minutes, and I was like, "So, what do you think about well, that's, two two? That's well, the problem. You lose your audience. Yeah, this is, you didn't this, do the this radio is the bite size generation. <laughs> yeah, no. And he goes, "Oh yeah." After so thirty seconds, goes, we out. Two 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 two. Something major is going to happen. And I was like, "No." All right. Well, listen. You can plan uh, ahead for three 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 three. Eleven years out. <laughs> oh man. So, On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. 
If you are a foodie or you like to consume data, also known as data, then this is for you. This is meant for you. So let me bring in Rajesh Niti. Rajesh Niti here. He is a cancer biologist working on discovering new treatments to help patients with aggressive skin cancer. So he's doing great work. But when he's off, he's a foodie. And he, you know, he's got an analytical mind, so he analyzes the food data. Mm-hmm. Rajesh, thanks for coming on. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on the show. It is a pleasure. Thank you for all the good work you're doing in the world of cancer. How's it going? It is going pretty good. It's been a crazy five years doing the work that I've been doing. Uh, hopefully, there's some hope for people suffering from skin cancer from the stuff that I do. Well, we can only hope so. Keep that up. And in the meantime, when you're not working on something so important, you love food, and you've been looking at the mm-hmm. different data, uh, and you had Angelinos were loving this. So he uh-huh. does a comparative analysis of Korean barbecue joints in L.A. County. Now, how did you decide to do that? Um, I lived in L.A. for about four years, from 2011 to 2015, and I had a lot of Korean friends who take me to Koreatown pretty much every weekend. I actually live very close to Vermont and Adams uh, because mm-hmm. I went to USC. So we would be at Koreatown all the time eating all the bulgogi that we could have. So that's how I was introduced to Korean barbecue. And I thought, you know, LA loves Korean barbecue and they have the best in the world. The so first why not place. Just make an analysis on that? The first place I ever ate when I came to L.A. and visited Mark mm-hmm. Tanaz, who was soon to be my roommate, was the mm-hmm. uh, was one of those places. Like I love Korean barbecue. Now, your so what were mm-hmm. your findings? Can you give us some details of your findings of the comparative analysis of Korean barbecue in L.A.? Yeah, sure. Uh, I found that a lot of the non all you can eat uh, places, the Korean barbecue places, tended to be more expensive than the all-you-can-eat restaurants. And among those, uh, the ones that were really popular were uh, the Korean barbecue, which ended up rating the highest. And they actually contacted me recently saying they got a huge influx of customers right after the post was made. So they had people calling them to make reservations. That was really cool to know. Uh, Apart from that, there were other famous ones like Suwon Galbi, there was Quarters, there was Parks Barbecue. They all showed up really high on the ratings, and it was really popular. And from what people were commenting on my post, and when they were retweeting, they talked about these places, and they were mentioning that how they've constantly been there, and it it doesn't surprise them to see them being on the higher end of the scale. Mm-hmm. So you had eight in Koreatown, like TK92 San Gabriel, Goji mm-hmm. Van Eyes, uh, all in the not very expensive but super tasty quadrant, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yes. To me, that's kind of the sweet spot, right? That's kind of where you want to land. You want to be super tasty but accessible in price. That's right. Especially for someone like me who was a graduate student, uh, being at the lower end of pricing and having tasty food is like the best thing ever. Okay. When are you doing tacos in L.A.? Yes. Uh, Tacos is uh, for two weeks from now. I'm currently working on uh, pizza in New York. I'm actually comparing all the five boroughs to see like uh, what shows up the best and what shows up like price-wise as the best and what shows up highest on the ratings. So you can expect it in the next uh, two to three days. Okay, great. And how do people see it? Is it your handle? What's your handle? 
Uh, my Twitter handle is Messi Dude, M-E-S-S-I-D-U-D-E. On Twitter. Okay, got it. Great. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be following this. Uh, the pizza, yes. the tacos, the mm-hmm. burgers, the ribs, the tamales. I mean, so the good. list is kind of yes. wings. Have you done wings yet? Have you done chicken wings? We, wings is on the table too. That's uh, after tacos. That's uh, hey. something that I, I, I feel to like do. I yeah. may need to be a consultant for this business. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and um, I'm also thinking of fish and chips in London because apparently it's like very very popular in London. So I was like, I should also try to get the London market to see how they like it and probably do fish and chips as well. All right, we'll be following Rajesh Niti as uh, he does this in his spare time and is a cancer biologist in real life. Thank you very much for coming on. Good luck with all the pursuits, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Yeah, It's quite impressive the way he lays it out on this chart, right? It's really cool. You see, like like what you're saying, tasty but expensive or tasty but not expensive. I'm just thinking there are endless types of things one could nachos i'm a big mountain nacho guy ice cream sandwiches ice cream or just sandwiches? ice cream ice cream yeah ice cream mm-hmm. the ice cream maybe mm-hmm. you scream we all scream for ice cream that's right or cookies mm. i like cookies so i would go yes on cookies who doesn't like cookies tubs you like cookies <laughs> everyone likes everyone likes cookies yeah. i guess yeah On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So, Tanya, you were saying that you do not know your boyfriend's cell phone number. That is correct. I do not know his cell phone number. Do you need me to give it to you? No, I (laughs) I know it. it. I have his number, but I don't have it memorized. And I was... What? What's the problem? We None of us know anybody's numbers anymore, right? I know my husband's number. Memorized. Let me tell you when it's a problem. So it was Saturday morning and he was making breakfast. So I said, I'm going to go run and I'm going to go grab our coffees for us, right? We drink two different kinds of coffees. He drinks it with like butter in it. And so there are oh, coffees. He does those bullet oh, coffees. A lot of questions. Yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not signing up for that one. Yeah. You get the taste of those ones? It's disgusting. Oh. So I have Sonny with me. I have the dog and I go and I order his weird ghee coffee and I go and I get mine and then I put mine in my car and then I run out to go grab his and I locked everything, my wallet, my phone, everything in my car. And I have like my dog. I can't put her on public ground yet. I have his weird butter coffee and I like panicked. I didn't know what to do. I like didn't have his phone number. People were walking by me talking like oh your dog's so cute and then i get would to get distracted and i'm like wait can i borrow your phone i need to call my boyfriend but you don't have his number and then i don't have his number and so then i went to this girl and i was like maybe i can dm him on instagram and then i remembered that he was private and he doesn't get messages from random people so i was like oh. what about your parent couldn't you call your mom and then does she have i don't know number? anybody's phone number you don't know your parents you, phone you, number? You, you know what you need i have a solution what? and maybe we'll get this for you you need a bracelet <laughs> With everybody's phone like number, like an on ID, it. the most important people's phone number, like an ID bracelet. Like those metal but just ones your to have boyfriend's kids. phone number, your parents' phone number in an emergency call. You and do wear this that. at bachelor parties. Actually, look pretty cool. I know, it look pretty cool too. You know, coordinates. You have people do bracelet coordinates mm-hmm. for where they met. Yeah, that'd be pretty rad. You could do your boyfriend's cell phone number and your mom's cell phone number, and that speaks to some things I in the universe really as well. I know your parents' number. I know not, not what I know. I, I don't I, know if I know my parents' number by yeah. heart. I know both of their cell phone numbers. I know my sister's. I know Michael's. I'm, well, stop bragging. We don't. You guys, yeah, wait, memorizing is, I've never been good at memorization, even like since the second grade. 
<laughs> right. And I think that I have been in situations where there's panic that said, by the way, I've, with this very phone, been so distracted, I typed in so many passwords that were wrong, it locked me out. And I was like, I, I don't remember my password at all. Like, I'm so panicked. <laughs> that is yeah. a panic. Like, at all. Because you panic, you, like, can't get it. ID bracelet, cell phone numbers. Saul. And like a cute one. I could get like a, just a little. You're going to get a cute one, okay? Yeah. I'm already online shopping. Oh, thanks. <laughs> On air with Ryan Seacrest. Michael Buble. Look how cool he looks this morning with his. Ryan Seacrest. How are you, Michael? Good to see you, buddy. I'm tired, buddy. How are you? <laughs> I live in a state of fatigue. I live in a state of fatigue. Oh, my God. So we were talking with Lionel Richie, Luke Bryan, and Katy Perry, who all say hi to I you. Them. I love those people. You know, you'll appreciate this. How was it? I, well, they're all, they're, they're all great. And last night I had dinner with Lionel when we had some sushi, and Luke was there as well. And anyway, Lionel's telling these stories. And Michael, you've had a lot of experience in your, in your career in music, and you've met a lot of people. And he's telling stories about Sammy Davis Jr., and Frank Sinatra, and like how he went on before, and you know the the Rat Pack, right? Then he's telling yeah. stories about Kenny Rogers coming to his house and him writing a song called "Lady" while he's playing Pac Man. And you're thinking, this guy, I mean, he's nominated for a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame award, or or, or as an inductee, yeah. he should win that. You know, did he influence you? Lionel, yeah, yeah, he influenced me. Yeah, one of my favorite songs growing up was "Say You Say Me," Say and me. then I was with you somewhere, and I met him. And we he was on our Valentine's Day date. It could have it could have been about that. And uh, I remember I was nervous because, of course, he, I was a huge, like a big fan. Yeah. And he's one of those guys who he's everything you hope someone will be when you meet a hero. Like he was humble and so warm and so excited to meet me, even though I was I, who the hell was I? And uh he wanted to know, like, and what? And he did at that time. He didn't know. I don't think really much about. It. And he was like, "Well, what do you do?" And then he was right, like, right, right. That. He was just like so <laughs> nice. And I was like, "What a beautiful." And what's cool is that everyone I would end up talking to about him would all go, "Oh yeah, He's isn't got, he the best?" Yeah, he, he, and he really is. Yeah. And, and you're that way with people too. Now let's get to Michael Bublé That's world right. for a second here. All right, yes. Michael Bublé. I mean, is Ryan, really. Let's get to some, I need to get to some things because, you know, at one point we were on the same track, not career-wise because you're a superstar, but just in social life oh. things. And then, <laughs> and then the man, you know, he, he creates this beautiful family and no, he left married. you behind. And I'm there, where am I? Where am I? Just, I'm in the dorm by myself with two twin beds. And, and I, so I, there's this great new song he's got out called I'll Never Not Love You. And last night, I get this email that says confidential. Right, and right, I right. love a confidential email. Yeah, it means a password to get in. So I open it up with a password. I'm not going to give the password out, but I think it's out now. Uh -huh. so. <laughs> and yeah, I'm watching the video. Videos, but you're, you're, you're being you. You're having fun. You're being funny. You guys, you and your wife, Lou, you're, um, you're doing different scenes from romantic movies or romantic comedies, right? Yes. It's so yeah, cute. Yeah, it was... I love, like, yeah. Okay, go ahead. I don't know if you're, so, I don't want to interrupt. I'm getting to something go. here. Okay. The, what, I knew one for sure was love, actually, because I love that scene. Yeah, with yeah, the rain. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And at the end, it, and I watched to the end, and it closes, and then you and Lou are standing at a supermarket checkout, and you've been singing this song to the clerk, or the cashier. And I think, okay, that's a cute little button to this. And then 
out. Every the whole family walks the kids and your wife, who appears pregnant at the end of the music video. And I didn't wasn't ready for that. So my question is: Was she playing a role, or are you having a fourth child, Michael Bublé? Well, the answer to that, Mr. Seacrest, is that Kratz Service just had way too much good food. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and it was a four-day shoot. And when she started, flat tummy, uh, amazing. No, the truth. Yeah, the truth is, we are so uh, we're so excited, man. We're so excited to. Uh, to get to tell people we we've told them what's weird is getting all these messages yesterday because it came out that way i haven't answered one cousin (laughs) i literally haven't answered so this will be the first time that i actually say these words but yes my wife and i are are grateful to be expected oh my gosh we love babies congratulations thank you you. i love people say congratulations like i did anything yeah you know well i did something you were there you were there i was there yeah Yeah. so this must be uh the the birthday must be coming soon no i no I don't even know when. Don't don't put me on the spot. Okay, I don't it's, know. Coming, it's coming. Um, it's coming. It's coming soon. It's coming. It's, it's coming in season. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know. I know we're having a baby. That's, that's what exciting. I know. And that's I mean, what you I'm got a real. You got Aww. a real team, Michael. You guys have a real team, right? Be a I know. And you know what? I would. I would. I think my wife is probably. She's probably happy, but I would love to have as many as. Really? She would let me have. Wow. Yeah, I love. I love it. I. Lo- I think I'm more afraid of it, like ending. I love the, you know. I have to say, from to about six years old. Not that they're not beautiful after six years old. They're beautiful. There's something. <laughs> I like, know what you mean. There is something unbelievable about being a parent to a child that age. They are. They just. They're just so pure and they just look at the world with this childlike wonderment. And then you look at it and I feel like I just keep getting younger. I keep growing more hair. Yeah. It's yeah. like they just You're fill me up with like life. Did, did you yeah. o- o- always think that or were you in no. the world? No, I was on no, a date didn't. with you, Ryan, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> we were alone. And you know what I was? I remember talking to you being like, you know what? This isn't, this isn't so bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah we we're, can deal with this. We're fine. This Valentine's, but we're wild and the crazy guys. And it's funny. There's great freedom in, in that. Of course, everyone's looking for love. But at the same time, there's a reason why people stay alone. It's because it's awesome. You don't have to deal with people. And it's very <laughs> addictive. It's the most right. addictive thing in the world to go like, yeah, no, I like me. I'm going to yeah. hang with me. And if I want to dabble in, in relationships, I can. But uh, no, I don't have to deal with any of that. So um, I just happened to fall in love with a great person who was much better than me in every way. Do you know, the, you know, it's Sisney, you know, so we're on Michael Bublé. Yeah. When he and his now wife started to flirt, they had to use Google Translate. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Like you That's couldn't, so beautiful, you couldn't, though. You couldn't communicate yeah. without, I remember you were, I didn't even know what Google Translate was. And you were telling me. So that, that. means yeah, there's a lot she, of body language. A lot of body language. A lot of, yeah, it's a lot of F4 or whatever the thing was. <laughs> and body language. I remember when she couldn't, she hadn't learned, she just started learning English. She'd gone to a coach and she was getting it little bit by little bit. And at that time, Blockbuster was open. I remember she had a, we had rented a DVD and we were at an apartment in Argentina. And I said, mi amor, I said, should we take the DVD back to Blockbuster when we go? And all of a sudden she turned and she said, yes, please place the corresponding CD within the correct package. (laughs) 
And oh I, was God, like, I was like, I was like, what the hell did that come me. from? It's like a month ago, she was saying me hungry, you know, and all of a sudden, she says, again, better than me, smarter than me, because 14 years later, and I speak like a caveman when I speak. <laughs> you guys have something special. Michael Bublé, the music video for I'll Never Not Love You is out now. Brother, it's great to see you. Congratulations on Likewise. the news, man. So happy Thanks, for you. Man. Big hugs. Yeah, congrats all around. So see you soon. Thanks for talking to me, guys. I love you. We love you. Day. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Right, He's just the best. He's, if, you the haven't, best. if you haven't heard him, Google Michael Bublé, spelled like Who bubble with- Who has not heard him? One, without one B. Uh, I just, I'm just saying like, he just, he's gonna, he's gonna do it forever. He'll tour forever. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, he's mm. the guy that will do this forever. He's incredible live and he's funny. Like he cracks he's a joke. You know, he wanted to be a journalist. I was actually just reading this. I never talked about it, okay. but I was reading his Google stuff this morning and it said he, why, he was going to be a journalist if singing didn't work out. And his, his dad was a plumber. And he would trade free plumbing for Michael to get stage time wow. at some local places. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That's it for us this morning. Disneyland tickets every hour tomorrow. Got a new morning hack at 6.55. And of course, we start paying your bills at 6.10. Have a great Tuesday. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.